This is the Business English Podcast, episode 158. How can you stay up to date in business English? Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, Aubrey. What's going on today? Oh, I was reading the news this morning. Do you stay Mm -hmm. up to date on the latest news, Lindsay? I try to. I read the New York Times on my phone a lot. So I think Mm, I'm pretty up to date, probably more than the average person. Why do you ask? Are you going to quiz me? Well, because we're learning the phrase up to date today. No, I'm not going to quiz you. (laughs) Can you imagine? I'm like, okay, actually, I took a class in college. I think it was an economics class. And at the beginning of the class, the professor would ask a quiz question and it was anything about recent news. So we had to get like a few papers. I know we for sure had New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. And we had to really study them because in oh order to get this quiz question right, it was the craziest what, thing. What class was it? What was I it related it was to? Economics the... class. Okay, economics. Okay, so and I could see. He the wall. just was really into being up to date on the latest news. I had forgotten about this until just now. Uh-huh. It was kind of traumatizing, though. I felt it like I spent a little so much time reading news that I didn't care about because I wasn't really interested in all the financial news. Right. But well, I did learn a lot. I guess it makes sense for an economics professor. I would want my economics professor to be tuned in to current events, right? But yeah, I could see how that would be traumatizing. I had a traumatizing biocognition class in college. I was terrified of the professor. It was so hard. Oh my gosh. We all had our traumatizing university classes. true, right? It's a class that was so difficult or so time consuming. That was just, oh my gosh. Everyone's like, can't you go out? No, I have to read the newspaper. (laughs) Cover to cover, cover to cover. (laughs) Well, this is coming up because we had a really good question from a student, Herval Neto from Sao Paulo, Brazil. So shout out. He left this question in Spotify. And let's go ahead and read the question. It's about some really interesting phrases in English. Yeah, here's the question. Thanks for the awesome job. You've really changed my process of learning English. Aubrey, that's amazing to hear that, isn't it? I love that feedback. Oh, it's so good. We love this feedback. So I have a question. Is there any difference in using I'm updated versus I am up to date. And then this is again from Erval Nato from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Oh, I'm so excited for this question. It's a good one. Yes, right. I know that I think this is really native natural phrases, but I'm excited to be able to kind of share why these are different and why one of these we don't use at all. But first, I want to make sure that you guys hit follow here on the Business English Podcast, especially if you just kind of check every now and then, you're probably missing so many episodes. So wherever you find your podcasts, go and hit follow. Yeah, guys, we publish three episodes a week. So you don't want to miss a single one. Hit follow now wherever you are listening. So I love that Erval asked this question because I feel like the phrases sound very similar, very Mm -hmm. easy to get confused between. 
Do you think yes. so? Yes. And it does matter. These are different. And I am updated. We really don't say, right? right? Instead, we use the present perfect tense for this. And we would say, I have been updated, which means someone okay. has provided you with information. It would feel strange to me if someone came up and says like, you know, I'm updated on the, I would always hear I've been updated. Right, right. So that means again, just to make sure our listeners got it, someone has given us this information. We've received it, right? Exactly. I've been updated. So it's more in the passive voice, right? Exactly. And this is fascinating. There are some really interesting things about English where really, if you break down these phrases, it means the same thing right. to say, I am updated or I've been updated. But yes. sometimes this happens where one of them is just so much more native and natural that's mm -hmm. just what you'll hear. It's just what we use. Would you agree, Lindsay, that you hear I've been updated way more often? Yes. I like that someone else has updated me that I hear that more often or up to date more often. Oh, so up to date we'll talk about next. Mm -hmm. But what Herval first asked about was mm -hmm. I am updated. Oh, okay. And when Do I looked I at that, I, I was like, no one more. says I yes. am updated, right? No. You don't say, okay, I'm updated. Would either, like you said, would say I'm up to date or would yes. say, I've been updated. I totally agree that I, yeah. I would hear I have been updated way more mm -hmm. than I am updated. Don't say that. So that, yeah, <laughs> that's the interesting, first answer, right? right? Yeah. 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 So if someone asks you, are you up to date on the latest news? We wouldn't respond, you know, I've been updated. It's like you said, Lindsay, this is a very specific context where someone has caught you up on something specific. So let's share a couple of example sentences here for when we'd say I've been updated. Yeah. So here's a sample and then we could talk about context. I've yeah. been updated on the change to the meeting agenda so we can go ahead and start. Okay. That's one. Yeah. So you can see how someone, th there's been a change, right? The yep. meeting agenda that you were sent, there's been a change. So someone updated you by saying like, oh, we've removed item number two, just FYI. Yes. And then if someone says like, all right, has everybody been updated? You could say, yep, I've been updated on the change to the agenda. So I'm all set. Right. I love it. And then have you been updated about the deadline? I could see this, the context for this being, I'm imagining like the president of the United States, right? If there's some kind of a natural disaster, he's being updated or he, you know, he will be updated frequently. Exactly. Right. It right? sort of means like everyone else is on the same page. Everyone else has the information. If someone needs updated. I mean, they don't have that information yet. So once yes. you share that with them, now they're updated. Right. Like you say something that's out of date information and you could say, oh, you haven't been updated yet. Let me let me let you know what's going on. Right. Right. Really interesting. So the information, I think the key point is the information with I've been updated or to be updated is coming to you. Like you're not doing anything to go get it. Would you agree? Exactly. Absolutely. Right. You can't research something online and then go to say to somebody, I've been updated on the no. news in this place. No, right? <laughs> That's not what that means. It means someone else shared information with you to update you. Totally. So that's the key line I think we want to draw here. Now, should we go into the other one that he mentioned? Yes, exactly. The second phrase Herval mentioned, up to date. There are two ways we say that and they have the exact same meaning. But this nice to know both of them just to switch things up so you don't have to only use one. Oh, for sure. Don't always use one of anything, right? Don't be repetitive in your English. Right. Okay. Paraphrase. Use different ways of Please. saying things. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Please do. And, then, and for you guys, for our listeners, you're at the right level to do this. That's why you listen Absolutely. to all there's English for different ways to say things and connect. So number one here. So up to date, right? Again, 
being aware of the current situation, being aware of information, what are some samples? Yeah, so you might say, before we begin, is everyone up to date on the plan? And you can see how this has the same meaning as saying, before we begin, is everyone updated on the plan? So you yeah. have options here, right? You can say, is everyone updated or is everyone up to date? Yes, that's true. Or is he up to date on the rule changes? So it's kind of just more about the first one to be updated is again, passive. And someone else has done right. that for you, to you. They've given you the information versus up to date. We actually don't know whether I went out and got the information or whether right. someone gave it to me, right, Aubrey? Exactly, it just means aware of the current aware. situation or aware of information. You're exactly right, Lindsay, that it has nothing to do with how you became aware of that information. You might have researched online, you might have asked a colleague, someone might have brought it to you. This right. is just saying, I'm aware, I'm up to date. Exactly, so I could ask you, Aubrey, are you up to date in the latest uh, on the latest English slang? Right. And yes. I'd be like, yes, because I have teenagers kid, and they use it constantly. Right. And maybe you've been updated recently by your kids yeah. on the latest English slang because they're teenagers. Exactly. Yes. They like to update me on which ones I should not be using because I'm too old. I know I've <laughs> mentioned that. Teenagers do this a lot. They have slang that they're like, only young, young people can yeah. use this. <laughs> I think at that age, the eye roll comes in, right? Come Absolutely. on, mom. Right? Lots of eye rolls. <laughs> I just have to own it. That's like I'll just use them to be funny. <laughs> Jessica and I were talking about this on the IELTS Energy podcast. Sometimes we'll intentionally use slang that's really just for young kids, just to annoy our kids. <laughs> right. I'm sure they don't want you to use old slang, but they also don't want you to use the slang they're using. So you're kind right. of stuck, right? It's so true. That wouldn't be cool either. Then it wouldn't be cool anymore. It's like <laughs> no matter what, you just can't be cool as a parent. They just don't allow it. <laughs> that's so funny. All right. Well, let's give our listeners another way to say the same thing that I actually yeah. like better personally. I think Ooh, this one has more, more character. So Okay, this one is up to speed. It mm -hmm. means the same thing to say you're up to speed, but that's interesting, Lindsay. I hadn't thought about that one might just be a little more fun or have more character. More it does. It is a little more modern sounding. Yeah, as we say in Allers English, it's a little more zippy, right? Our listeners yeah. who listen to Probably just because the podcast. word speed is there, right? Yeah. <laughs> No, just because it's cool. It's fun. It's like, it feels, I don't know. It's just more interesting to me. I don't know yeah. why. Right. Mm, I get so, that though. Mm -hmm. Any samples for this one? Yeah. You might say, is everyone here up to speed on where we're at with this project? And that is a yes. little more zippy. I'm with zippy, you. Right. Or for example, I'm up to speed about what happened last weekend and mm. now we can open a conversation about what happened. Right. So this could open a conversation and you could let people know you're aware um, it could fall into different parts of the conversation, right, Aubrey? Yeah, for sure. And I like both of these more than saying I've been updated, right? Oh, I'm up to speed yeah. about what happened. It's so, so much zippier than I've been updated about what happened. It's much more formal. It's very professional. You could absolutely use it in a meeting or a conference. Yes. But yes. if you're chatting with Brent coworkers at the water cooler, opt for one of these instead. Oh my gosh. That's such a good point. Because when you say I've, there's something institutional to me about I've been updated. There's something systematic. That's why yes. I pointed to like the president has a huge staff. He's being yep. updated daily, the briefings, um, maybe an executive. It's really 
someone comes to you. And so there has to be a structure in place that you are just there and people are helping you. And in a way, it has a bit more of that institutional feeling. So if Absolutely. you go to the water cooler and you say, I've been updated on this, they might say, oh, well, you're so important and special, <laughs> even though you're just at my level, right? right. You, and if you, you think- look back at the examples we used, you can really see that, right? It was much yes. more natural for me to say the examples like I've been updated on the change to the agenda. The president has been updated on this change, <laughs> whereas these others, right? I'm up to date on the plan for happy hour later. Right? Yeah, I'm up to speed on what we did last weekend. That right? is so interesting. That's, you know, that's what we like to get into on this show is that tiny nuance mm-hmm. can actually really affect your relationships at work. Because yes. if you say I've been updated, you know, people will give you the benefit of the doubt, but ultimately it is setting a vibe and a tone that people are coming to you with the updates and maybe not exactly the vibe you want to give. It's just a little too formal. We talk about this a lot in our business English course about we're just not that formal in business English a Mm -hmm. a lot of the time, right? And there are, this is the type of vocabulary that really creates that line. That, you know, this one to say I've been updated is so much more formal and like you said, systemic. And these others are informal. These are what you want to use with coworkers. Exactly. Informal, semi-formal and formal English. That's what we talk about in all of our Mm -hmm. business English curriculum, all of our courses, this podcast. So good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Okay, Aubrey. So should we do a role play? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So in this role play, you and I are discussing an upcoming conference that we are both planning to attend. Okay. I'll start us out. Here we go. Have you been updated about the venue change? No, I hadn't heard anything. I guess there was flooding at the conference center, so they had to change the location. Oh, wow. I'm glad you told me. If you hadn't brought me up to speed, I'd, I'd have shown up at the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. We're also supposed to keep HR up to date with our travel plans. They've arranged a hotel discount we can take advantage of. Mm, I just want to call out one thing that's really interesting for our listeners at their level. I love how we use the past perfect. I hadn't heard anything Mm. instead of I haven't heard anything. Interesting. That's true. And that's often with these role plays, I just write it the way I would say it. But it it, feels natural. It It feels super natural natural to me. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, we could go and maybe we should go into this another day on business English. Like, why? Why did I say you could say I haven't heard anything? Yeah, both would work. It's interesting how we choose one or the other. And I feel like we go back and forth sometimes, right? Right. Totally. Interesting. We'll get into that another day. Guys, make sure you hit follow now on Business English if you like the idea of looking at grammar in the business context for relationship building. Yeah, but let's get back to the point here for this role play. All right. So I first said, have you been updated about the venue change? And I love what we were saying, because now that I'm thinking about this role play, Mm -hmm. you and I are coworkers that clearly know each other well. I used this phrase here just in order to use all the ones we're teaching in this role play. Yeah. But it would be much more natural to me. I definitely would opt for instead. Are you up to speed on the venue change or you know, are you up to yeah. date on the venue change? Because if you and I know each other well, it would feel too formal for me to say, have you been updated about the venue change? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't think it's as bad as you yourself saying, oh, I've been updated about this. Right? It's different <laughs> because you it's more like, yeah, that. has anyone shared with you this yeah. information? So it works, it's, but it is yeah. still quite formal. Yeah, there's an important line. And this is the time to learn that, to understand those lines going beyond just the words. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. What else did we do here, Aubrey? And you said, if you hadn't brought me up to speed, 
I'd have shown up at the wrong place. And again, we've got these interesting tenses here. You can't just use present tense all the time, right? It's right. Yeah, that's right. a good point that yes. business grammar is, it can be tricky. Yeah, I love it. And then the last one you said, we're also supposed to keep HR up to date with our travel plans. So to keep someone up to date, we didn't talk quite as much about keep someone up to date, but also a really nice chunk that our listeners can use. Absolutely, right? Just to share with them the current information. This is often used for something that changes often. So it's like, okay, I got to keep you up to date on this because it might be different today than it was yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I feel like we uncovered some important stuff here around English at work and very subtle differences, Aubrey. What's the takeaway today? Yeah, right. Something as simple as saying, I'm up to date instead of I'm updated can make a difference when it comes to sounding really native and natural mm -hmm. and knowing which one's a little more formal, what's more informal. It really can make a difference when you're connecting with coworkers. Right. And also understanding different uses of expressions can put you, can imply that you're at different levels. So it's not a bad thing, right? Sometimes we are like organizations do have hierarchies. That's normal. But just to be aware of how your word choice is distinguishing that is really key, I think. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Oh, I feel like this is such good information. I love when we're able to really share details that you could never find in a textbook or like older business English oh, courses. Yes. This oh. is the way we really talk today in the business world. Super interesting, guys. If you love our style, hit follow right here on All Ears English. And then go and check out our other podcast, All Ears English. It's also another fantastic way to get into everyday English. We cover lots of things. We have guests on that show. We do it all. <laughs> yes. I love all the I guests. We've it. had quite a few guests lately. So if you're not following that yeah, podcast, you're missing a lot. It's really cool. We're ramping up our guests. I interviewed uh, someone from a uh, journalist from The Economist recently, uh, someone from Stanford School of Business, Harvard School of Business, a really cool stuff. Interesting people coming on the show. Good stuff. Yeah, don't miss it, right? Follow yes. All Ears English and the Business English Podcast so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. All right, Aubrey, I'll talk to you very soon. Have a good one. Awesome. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.